The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Hey, guys. Um, so once again, we would like to apologize. Um, we're sorry for uh, predicting Momo to win because obviously she, she she didn't win, and I think. I know I blame Alex for getting my hopes up, but I know last week I was pretty much on, I was pretty dead set on the train of Momo's going to win. So I also apologize for getting everybody else's hopes up. In fact, Scott texted me after he he listened to the podcast and he was like, "Oh well, you know, you kind you guys kind of gave me a little bit of hope, and I feel very bad because I shouldn't have because there is no hope. There is only pain in in this in this land of suffering that we know um, as the world wonder ring. So." I apologize to everybody that I have hurt. I apologize to everybody who I have misled. Um, Momo is barely on the Osaka Joe card, um, and that is my bad. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't apologize. Uh, she got to the final. What more do you want from me? Okay. I will. Yeah, but we, we said no, 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 no. Alex, the thing is, is that we said, oh, if she goes to the final, she's definitely going through. <laughs> like, like that's the issue is that like you can't, you can't, you can't forget that caveat that we added on every single time we mentioned it. So, uh, 
that that's again how, that's our bad he's how he's kind of... was i supposed to know uh they would be like oh siri is dedicating the tournament to her mother who died last year she should probably win like i they blindsided me with that how could i how could i have come around that no here? yeah and 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 let me let me preface this by saying especially as time has gone on and even like the morning after i was like shuri was the correct choice this year um, and I, I, I hold to that. I believe Shuri was the correct choice this year. Um, the way that they have gone about it uh, is weird. And honestly, like I say Shuri was the correct choice for winning the tournament. But if they were going to do it this way, Takumi should have won the tournament. Just like that's just, I'm just going to say that. Um, but given the, you know, and we'll get into it when we review the card. Given the amount of just like interwoven like importance for Shuri. Um, whether it is winning the five star, it is, you know, beating Momo specifically in the five star, you know, like the certain levels of importance that are involved in that, plus her just being one of probably the best wrestler of the tournament, just in terms of match quality. Like, I, I don't think it was the wrong move. I thought the way that we went about it, and we'll talk about that, kind of stupid. Um, but I think it was smart. Um, however, obviously, uh, this is this is a, we're called Quest called Storm Quest for a reason. Um and you know, all of our Momo Holics, Momo Holics, Momo Holics. <laughs> I get it. And I I also am kind of sad that uh not only did she did she lose, but after she lost, she left and everybody else took the spotlight. And it was kind of like I it was hilarious. Um so yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that as we review the card, but um I just wanted to say I'm sorry for uh for being so like genuinely like yeah i i think momo's gonna win and then her just simply not so yeah that's my bad guys and alex is bad he won't admit it but it was also his bad all right um well since we're here um <laughs> did start off last year uh with the same topic um but i mean for anybody who lives under a rock and your ears were blocked for the first five minutes uh siri did win the five star grand prix this year um if your ears were blocked i hate you <laughs> okay, that's a bit harsh, but I understand. Um, Listen to me when I speak. It's not that hard. Come on now. I'm not that annoying. It's it's uh, it's difficult, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so Siri won, and that sets us on the road to Utami Hayashishta versus Siri. Uh, going to wrestle for the fifth time, I believe. <laughs> so you're really One, doing two. that match a lot. Three, four, yeah, fifth. Yeah, and so she beat Momo in the final after Tam beat Utami to send Siri through. So, you know, last year we had the Utami winning, and there was obviously at the time we weren't sure if it was too much too soon for Utami. Um, now I think we we can fairly say that Siri deserved this. I mean she's been one of the most consistently great Joshi wrestlers of the past decade. And this year in stardom has been on a whole nother level in every way. Um, so, I mean, as far as winners go, there's, there's a lot worse choices to have than, than yep. Siri. I mean, yeah, I mean, you think about it and I was thinking about this when I was watching the, uh, cause they do like the little, video of like the recap of the past um five star winners and uh no disrespect to either of them but like tony storm and yoko Bito, and i love yoko Bito, 
but they are all like a slight. Well, it depends on how you feel about Yokobita. I, you know what? That's disrespectful. I think Tony Storm is lower than Yokobita. Let me get that clear. Yokobita is clearly better than Tony Storm in basically every way. But you know, when you compare him to Aikawa, to Io, to Mayu, to Kyrie, you know, like to um, Nanai, it's there's definitely a certain like level, a tier there, and I think. Uh, I think Shuri is is on that high tier. You know, I, I don't think she's like un, undeserving. Obviously, she's not undeserving, but I don't think that she's like a a miscast for being five star winner. If that makes sense. I know I butchered that, and I almost uh, insulted Yokobito. I would never want to do that. I love Yokobito, but um, I think she's on that level of all of the past five star winners who were um, equally or or less incredible than Shuri. Yeah, and I mean, I I, th- I don't know if she was, like, the original Anne to win the tournament. I really don't know what their plans for everything were before the, the five-and-a-half-star match, but they really have moved to capitalize on the, the attention that that brought them. And it's at the point now where Siri and Utami are kind of like the top two in the company. And, uh, you know, having that rematch for... Uh, as they announced on the show, Ryo Goku Sumo Hall, it's a massive match for them. So it's one of those where stardom really just made the most logical decision. You know what I mean? I think yeah, there would. I, I mean, you could have got to that end point eventually, and I, I, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it eventually. But Siri winning really before the tournament, people kind of felt like she had a chance to win, and as time went on it really kind of became clear that she was definitely one of the big contenders and uh, they delivered on that really. Um, the follow-up though is not starting off all that well. And I think this is where they might run into trouble. Uh, some people are fatigued with the match with the pairing already of Siri and Utami. And now they have to contend with the most G1 style limbo where, you know, Siri has her own briefcase now as her right to challenge and apparently she's defending it against Konami it, it depends she's on not... which place you read well like the the start of not... Japanese Twitter account said that the match was for the SWA belt and the the right to challenge so I'm I'm fact checking you here I believe I believe Alex is spewing fake news right now it depends on where you read but some places are saying that she's defending the right to challenge. Oh no! From from what I saw from Rossi and Shuri, it sounds like she's just defending the SWA belt. Um, um but I, I will know. see. Stardom's own account said. I am looking at Stardom's account. They retweet fucking everything. Jesus no. Christ! Is that no? That's kid slapping Kidani. Can we talk about that for a second? Kidani is a weird yes. motherfucker. He's yes. a weird person. Like this is this is like the second or third time he's been slapped by a, a woman, um, for like, and he is their boss, like he he told them to do like that's it's he he's a he's a weird guy and I kind of respect it but at the same time definitely weird it's definitely weird. You know what? I can't find it. I'll believe you. Um, I don't think it's for that, and either way, I don't see Shuri losing. But I do get what you mean. That's the post g1 type feel and it's not good um so i I, you could continue because i feel like i just wasted time on that sorry okay well like i i mean i understand wanting to do sira and utami at ryogoku i understand the characters 
themselves being like, we want to have the match on the big stage. But it really does put everything in limbo where, I mean, Takumi is challenging Tami and there's there's no chance Takumi wins. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to switch it to Takumi. I feel if like... If they did, it would make no sense. Like, I feel like no that's point. the only match that possibly they could change it. I don't see them doing it, obviously. But, um, and I think we've talked about this. Um, I've, I've, ta- I've texted you about this. Um, this is seemingly the last defense that Otami has before Ryogoku. And that's, you know, what, three pay-per-views early? Because there's, like, a bunch in November. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, how do you do that? Because they sort of made it seem like, okay, the winner of Utami and Takumi will face Shuri at Ryogoku. And I was like, okay, so that makes it sound like, yeah, I can see them going with Takumi and, and Shuri because they also had a draw. They also have a certain level of like, they can, I'm not saying they should be the main event of, of the Ryogoku show because I don't really see them putting an outsider, Um, even though Takumi was trained. You go, I mean, I don't really see them putting Takumi at the top of the Ryogoku card, but I can see Takumi over if Micah decided to challenge Utami next month or if Jumbo decides, like just any other wrestler. So pa- past the Takumi match, I don't see what they do with the red belt picture for the next three months or two months or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is yeah, three months because like it, it's right at the end, yeah. It's, it feels like it's just going to be Siri and Utami in tags or three-way matches on the undercards doing exchanges. And it's going to get to the point where by the title match, we're just sick of seeing them together. You know, because we saw yeah. them do this exact same build earlier this year where they were just in every tag match doing the same stuff. And you're just going to have them doing that again. It just doesn't seem great to me. Like, I get it if you're excited for the rematch, but like, this is the fifth time we've seen it. How are you going to. How are you going to make this special in any way? Because I don't think they can ever live up to the match they had in Tokyo. Like, that was like. No, and I think. We, like, I we think said many... it the week of when we reviewed it, we said they these two wrestlers could not have this match again. Like, what are they yeah, going to no. do this time around? There, it's like, and obviously this is many months in the in the you know in the future. But it's either, and this is like they have a one percent, they have a ninety nine percent chance of not living up to it, and a one percent chance of absolutely exceeding it. And I'm going to bet on the ninety nine percent, like, like, because yeah, it's, it's like I don't like you said they can't do that match again. They can't make it as good as that match, like you know one for one. They'll either do better or they'll do worse. I don't see them doing better. Um, I can see them doing like only a little bit worse. I can see them doing a faithful, you know, rematch. But it's concerning that they are sort of like making this entire like quarter of the year about that. Obviously, there's going to be tag league. I think tag league this year could be very important, um, depending on how they treat it, because I feel like their tag scene this year has really improved in terms of image and in terms of just bodies. Because if you think about it, I mean, the tag titles main evented, um, I forget which show, but earlier in this year with uh, mm-hmm. um, DDM. Kama, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Um, they may have any Yokama. That's pretty big. I think with Julia out, it might be in, in jeopardy, but Tagley could be a big deal and it could give us sort of a breather from that, from the, the Shuri um, Utami thing. But overall, it's it's definitely something to, for concern because of how it's just being built. 
with the no time limit, with the limitless match. Um, Utami's having another one of those now with Takumi. It's like, I don't know. It's 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 worrying because, like I said, it could completely pay off, and we will eat our fucking words a million times. Because um, if if it is better than that match, um, you know, at the Cinderella final, then I will gladly say I was a stupid idiot and I was completely wrong, and they are so much better than I ever gave them credit for. Blah 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 blah. I will say that. I will come on here and say that immediately. But I am concerned that that's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, leading up to that is going to be like, okay, we're building to this thing that I feel like is going to be underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's... Like, I think if Siri wins the belt, it'll it'll be fine either way. But yeah. I definitely hope that they, they load that card up. Because if, if you're relying on Utami and Shuri to bring the heat, I don't think it can... Shuri's got to win the belt. Like... Yeah, I, I think it, so. It, I think it, yeah, it, she has to win the belt. The year of Vermilion begins, mm-hmm. um, which is her thing. That's really cool. Actually. Yeah, but uh, on the other side of the the GP final, um, and the the thing that got more attention was Momo Abe losing. Um, I understand people who say that Momo winning was more interesting. I think that's that's that point of view is fair totally fine. I would agree that Momo winning would be more interesting than three months of Limbo. But, um, I don't know. I feel like the people who are just like, oh, well, this is it. Like, Momo is dead. They hate Momo. I, I don't, I mean, how could you look at everything she did on that show and think, oh yeah, they don't like her. I mean, she got the entrance of a, of a superstar. She got that, she had that look to her. She had that energy to her. She- she has a catchphrase, and like I know that sounds stupid, but like the era of Momo Watanabe will come is a killer fucking catchphrase, and it makes me think maybe the era of Momo Watanabe is gonna come at some point. Like I I don't see the I don't see the the out the issue. Um, I I I and I'm I'm gonna say this now. Like I felt like Mayu this past year has been going through it, and I never felt. Like, Mayu was never going to recover. Mayu was never going to win another belt again. In fact, I believed more than you um, earlier this year that Mayu was going to win another belt within a year or two. Like, I, I was pretty confident of that. Um, though, I I have at points been like, why are they just sort of, like, th- dragging Mayu through the mud? This is kind of, like, unfair. This is a bit excessive. But I never felt like Mayu was, like, dead in the water because she lost to Saki Kashima like a million times because everybody abandoned her because she, you know, won like one tag match in the first six months of the year. Like, I, I never felt like, oh, Mayu is never going to recover. I feel like we got to see Momo at least somewhat in the same light because I feel like there's a certain level that Momo will always be on, even if you don't see it, that she will always be on. She'll always have a certain level of of notoriety to her um, just because of her past and because of her um projected future so i think this idea that like momo's in the mud um it's funny to say sometimes and like there are certain things that's like oh well they shouldn't have like that that kind of made her look bad like why did they have to do that other than that like it's not that big of a deal and i will continue to say that uh momo getting (laughs) beat the shit like beat the shit out of and then going to the back and then seven other wrestlers coming out and stealing the moment 
fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that is that is peak comedy right there. <laughs> like everybody was like, yeah, this is gonna be Momo's moment, and it was eight other people's moments. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, I, I, I think we'll look back on this GP final as as one of the if not the starting point, then a point in, in Momo's like return to the top. Because it just felt like it was her night, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, she lost, but I mean, as I said, she came out with the flag, new music, which really does work for her. Uh, the, the 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 look on her face was a woman on a mission. She just was so determined and presented herself like a star. And it's like, how do you not see them understanding this and ca- trying to capitalize on it? You know what I mean? Like, I felt like every effort was made to make her look like a star. And then she had an amazing match as well. Like, if, if you take away your disappointment at the result, that match was insane, you know, in the main event vote award. And it's just like, I think, from what she said in the Shoe Pro interviews, it's how everything panned out and how, you know, had luck played out, she would have probably would have beaten Julia on this show, which would have been a big, big win. Um, just, I don't know how you can't see that there's something there for her, you know? Yeah, it's, it's so it seems so clear that she will eventually have this belt. Um, I don't know when. I don't know how long they're gonna drag it out. I don't know if this is Nico two point Like I don't really I still know. Feel that she wins five star next year. Like I, I, I feel pretty certain Good. of that. Yeah, maybe I, she does. I, like obviously that's very fantasy long term type shit. But like I could definitely. I, I don't see any reason why she wouldn't, especially if Julia's champion by then. Um, which I predict she will be, unless Shuri win- holds it for a year. That would be a pretty long time. Um, I could see Momo winning the tournament and then winning the the gimmick. Cause, and I, I talked to you about this. Uh, Momo would be the first person to win all three of Starm's big tournaments. Um, yeah. I don't think she won work of the year, but that's not really a big thing anymore, especially. Um, but she's won Tag League. She's won the Cinderella. Um, and she her winning five star would put her with only Mayu for being the, the triple crown tournament winner. So that's pretty big. Um, and I think her winning there and her winning next year could be huge. And then her winning the belt could be even bigger. I think that that's a perfect scenario um, in my head. And I don't see why they wouldn't do it as of right now, um, unless they have a seven star match with fucking Koguma and push her to the moon, which I wouldn't be against because Koguma's pretty based, but that's besides the point. We can, we can move on. Yeah, I mean, look, short of somebody huge joining Stardom, I feel like Momo's time is coming. And if somebody huge does join Stardom, then they have every right to change plans. Like, I'm listen, all right, Momo's cool and all, but if they get insert wrestler here, there's no reason for them not to pivot. You know what I mean? Like, it, I understand that. But um, I don't know. It just felt like Momo showed out a lot, and they showed a lot of love for Momo, even though she lost. Um, I definitely feel like it was the start of something. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see that one play out. Um, I do wish Momo had won yeah. though, as I do think it would have just been better her challenging at Osaka Joe, and then afterwards Utami and Siri setting up their match or whatever. Or you could have let Utami or Takumi challenge at Osaka Joe, and then Utami could have wrestled Momo in Yoyogi or wherever the fuck it is. Like. There was there was just better ways to to go about it all, um, and Momo winning probably would have been the more interesting path. But it's not how they went, and in the end, Siri won. 
dedicate the win to her her mother who passed away last year. Um, her mother actually passing away meant that she didn't get to wrestle Momo in the GP last year, and she got, she forfeit that match. So yeah, that was a lot of that was actually really parallels there. That was that was a whole uh, thing because like obviously, um, we don't know if she would have won or lost that match against Momo. Um, but if she had won it, she would have gone to the finals over Utami. Um, or I think they might have drawn. I don't know, but it, she would have been like she could have won the five star last year um if you know she didn't have to forfeit that match because of her her mother's passing so i mm-hmm. think her coming back this year winning the block in a block against utami as well um winning the block and then facing momo who she did not get to face last year and winning um is really a good it, it feels good and it, it just is good and it's just like it's so small of a detail but it's such an interesting detail and such a well done detail um of just how that all worked out and her dedicated to her mother was really um sweet and and it was it was wholesome and it was very nice um yeah but that's that's enough on those two um yes we're gonna have to talk uh, about them this, later anyway <laughs> yeah uh on this same show uh stardom announced that on the 29th of december they're going to run in ryogoku sumo hall for, uh, I believe it's called Stardom Queendom. Some places had as a Rio Goku Queendom, which sounds a lot better, but I think it's Stardom Queendom. Um, yeah. That is. I think it's Cinderella Queendom or so. Like, it's not Cinderella. Dream Queendom. So, they they use oh, something Stardom from the Dream, Dream Queendom. Yeah. Stardom yeah, Dream Queendom. Um, Stardom needs to get better names or just pay somebody to use AJWs because just call them Dream Slam or some shit. Like, I don't know. I mean, anyway. they did that one year, like, five years ago. And they yeah, were just like, this is yeah. a new Dream Slam, bro. <laughs> and it was... Uh, feel it. It, was ta- it was the death match. It was Tam's death match. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That was the Dream Slam, yeah. So it wasn't five years ago. It was four. They should they should have called this Big Egg. Was, you know, steal Big Egg. Oh, no. That, they're, they're definitely going to call... Like, they have to call the Tokyo Dome show eventually the Big Egg. Like, if they don't, that's just stupid. Like, that's like... Uh, it's. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Tokyo Dome is literally the egg, bro. Like, what what are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's the... Steal that's the what, name, it, steal the branding. Yeah, but what... Now, you know what, okay, we're gonna, fine, yeah, fine. We fine, can... We, whatever. Just, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this <laughs> um, later. So, they're running this December 29th. Uh, this completes one of the, you know, things of them running these massive, iconic venues. I mean, in one year, they've now done the Budokan, um, Osaka Joe, Ota Ward and Ria Goku, which is incredibly impressive. Um, what I want to know is, do they? Do you think this becomes a permanent fixture this December 29th big show? Because I know me and Scott talked about it before, but like, and it, maybe me and you did as well, but Stardom doesn't have that one tentpole event, you know? They don't have a WrestleMania, they don't have a Wrestle Kingdom or anything like that. Do you think that this you know, wrestling queendom dream queendom show in late december could be that for them because i feel like that falls in that period of like the festive holidays where you might be able to draw a big crowd of people who are on holiday you know like do you think that this they make this a big event every year you know i do um and it sort of brought up another point about the naming thing just fucking name it year-end climax like that's it's a cool name and that used to be their biggest show of the year you know, like, I mean, not like literally, because it was always sort of like, oh, well, the Cinderella turn. Oh, well, you know, uh, the anniversary. But like, 
the year on climax was always sort of like the biggest um in my eyes and also like you said um people go out there obviously covid is an issue but people usually go out there in december um for kingdom and for all the festivities um you know like my friends have gone out there a few times uh to tokyo um for that like you know end of december early january period to watch a bunch of wrestling shows so i think that would probably be the best timing for it the fact that it isn't called year on climax same with last year the osaka cinderella um that it wasn't called year on climax and year on climax was like a very small um corkin show that ended up having yoshiko nanai on it so obviously it was a big deal but like the fact that they don't just use that it's kind of stupid i'm gonna be honest but i do think that's gonna be their big show is the december show every year it's crossed to the do because um i don't know i think it would just be good for them to establish an event like that i i don't know how well it'll do but i feel like every year we see it with something like triple mania or bound for glory where like people who don't watch these promotions tune in you know you're you got you have a big chance yeah. to get eyeballs on you if you have this one event that people know to watch out for yeah no i i completely agree um that's in ryu goku and that has a lot of history behind it um mm -hmm. in in uh stardom obviously takumi it's it's wild because Takumi will be the only wrestler to wrestle in Osaka Joe Hall and Ryu Goku in Stardom. Well, no, Mayu. Um, yeah. Yeah. As you, yeah, no. I don't know. I just remember in the video, they made a big deal of like, oh, yeah, Takumi was here last time. And she's going to be here again. And I was like, oh, cool. That yeah. means Takumi's going to be around. Um, but we can get Weird into it. how long like... she's been wrestling. Isn't yeah, it? I like, know. Yeah. Is... That, yeah, she's, she's fucking so cool. She's so cool. Yeah. Dude, her, her holding oh, yeah. Utami's hand, like that, so wholesome. So cute. Great so great. I loved it. I love everything about Takumi. Um, but yeah. we have been recording for like a half hour and we haven't gotten into anything. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's there's other things to, to focus on. Um... Today, there was a press conference for the uh, show that I forget the name of. It's like 10th anniversary, grand final, Osaka Dream Center. That was literally shit. exactly um, it. Good Nagayo, <laughs> really? Wow, yes. look at me. Um, the Chigusa Nagayo will be on commentary on the Japanese feed for that show. Um, I mentioned it earlier on Twitter. Like That's really cool. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Nagayo has a lot of history with that building. Her and Dump Matsumoto had of their big matches there. And I think, didn't she wrestle Devil Masami there as well? She won the... the two, she became double champion with that at Osaka Joe Hall? I don't remember if it was at Osaka Joe Hall. Um, but one thing about Osaka Joe Hall and Shigusa and Takumi um, is that that match with Dump at Osaka Joe Hall was the match that inspired Takumi to become a wrestler. Um, so the fact that oh. Takumi gets the main event in Osaka Joe Hall... Um, for the first time since the match that inspired her to be a wrestler in Joshi, of course. Incredible. I think that's so great, and I'm so happy about that. Okay, so Nagayo and Masami... Something, so. okay. like, that's my, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I think Nagayo and Masami was actually the Budokan. Um, just based on yeah. quick searches. Um, but yeah, anyway, Nagayo had one of the most like legendary, famous matches in Joshi history at that venue, so it's really cool for her to to be on commentary. Um, and that is 
probably makes sense then why there's marvelous wrestlers on the Osaka Joe Hall show. Uh, Rin Katakura and Maria are in a tag match on the undercard. Whoa, Maria! Yeah. Um. So uh, the one time that Stardom uses marvelous wrestlers, uh, <laughs> Mio Momono is missing with a back problem. So the world just does not want Mio in Stardom. I understand that. You you want to keep her away from the road. I understand it, but just let it happen, please. Um, it was really to, so. Are we talking about the um thing press conference? No. Yes. Um, this is a random note. I was watching the press conference um live while it was happening because I'm a degenerate. Um, so when Kid started talking about the high speed title, because Death wasn't there, so Kid was just talking. Um. She listed off the members of the high-speed division. She went, Koguma, Azumi, Natsupoi. And I was like, holy shit, that's it. This is fucking depressing. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? Why does this championship exist? Oh my god, why are we here? And I, I just found that hilarious. Because like she, she was like listing off all of the real hard hitters in the high-speed division. And then you realize there are literally three people and a clown. In the high speed division. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, what are we. Times. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the press conference news. Um, Stardom announced that there's a new TV show launching in October on uh, Samurai TV dedicated to Stardom. I believe it has a name, but I, I didn't see it here. It's like Rebecca Stardom or something like that. Um, Do you know who it's hosted by? Places. Um, no. Who is it? Uh, Razor Ramon Hard Gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, shit. How did I forget that? Razor Ramon. And the, the other one, I forget. I forget what, who, I what the other guy was. Oh, no, I was um, talking but about But anyway, uh, this is a big step to have a, a fight as like a samurai TV show dedicated just to stardom, is, is pretty cool. Um, this, I believe, is replacing a show called Occupation of the Joshi um, that they took off air just there. Uh, maybe a, a few weeks ago, or it may, might just be finishing soon. Um, Utami was the last episode, I think, a week ago. Yeah? Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, they didn't really need Occupation of the Joshi anymore because they just do Joshi stuff on Battleman anyway. So it was kind of, it had kind of run its course. Um, but replacing it with a stardom dedicated show is, is insane for stardom. Uh, they continue to just get a lot of attention from Samurai TV. Like, I don't think people understand that like Samurai airing Stardom pay-per-views live and giving them a four-hour block is is like really good, given that everybody else gets cut and like two-week delays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stardom's in a fucking league of its own when it comes to like the deals that they have with um like TV and just with pay-per-view and with like their TV show. Like with We Are Stardom, they are killing it. When 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 you actually mm-hmm. think about it, the block that they have, um. And how it's like, I think it's on Sundays, uh, but it's like Sundays at like 9 p.m., which is pretty solid for a Joshi wrestling show in 2021. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's weird because it airs on like different days at different times on all the different like distribution deals they have. And there's like yeah. two of them that are like online subscriptions and shit. And it's like, all right, like this is this is a lot. Um, yeah, they, they get that TV show out there. Um Another bit of news, as you mentioned already, is Utami versus Takumi has no time limit. Um, so, kind of worried we'll now. We'll talk that's about that next week. Long. And in the biggest bit of news, uh, Waka 
Tsukiyama joined the Cosmic Angels. So despite Unagi saying when Waka debuted, oh, by the way, you aren't joining the Cosmic Angels, he hasn't it was actually hilarious. Angels. Yes. It, it was. I, I, can I run through the segment very quickly? Yeah, I Just saw good. it, but yeah, please, please do. So uh, it started with Waka saying, Cosmic Angels, I want to join you guys in Japanese, of course. I, I'm just, you know. Um, and then Tam comes out and they sort of talk for a little bit. And then Tam's like, Welcome to Cosmic. And then, and then Unagi's like, Wait a fucking minute. And she comes out and she's like, I already told you no. I already told her no, Tam. I already, no, no. I, and then Mina's like, Wait a minute. And then she comes out and she starts speaking English. She's like, You speak English, right? And then Waka's like, Yes, I speak English. And then Mina's like, Oh my God, she speaks English. And she's like, Where are you from? And she's like, I'm from New York. And then Mina's like, you're from New York, and then she Mina's like, like, I'm from I'm from I'm from Tokyo, and and then Waka's like, oh yeah, Tokyo, that's cool, and then and then she Waka says, I am also from Tokyo, <laughs> and then Mina's like, I like her, I think we should, and then my Sakurai also comes out for whatever reason because apparently she's on the voting committee, and she comes out, she's like, yeah, I think she's cool, and they all hug except for Unagi who's just like, okay, and they do the delicious thing, and then Waka goes back to. Uh, the, beside Lady C, and Lady C just looks at her like, "What the fuck, bro? Like, who cares? Like, I'm, I'm, like, who? I didn't ask. I, I didn't <laughs> ask. And I love Lady C for that because she, she didn't ask, and that's true, you know. Indeed. Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess the the Cosmic Angels was always a logical ending point for for Waka. Um. I think she. Oh, I, I called it from the jump. Yeah, I mean, I thought that they might space out uh, newcomers joining just a little bit to give them more experience, but apparently not. They're just okay accepting green wrestlers who all wrestle the exact same way. But yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I think she can take pins, and really, that was the thing that we thought the Angels needed for the longest time was somebody to just beat the falls because then you wouldn't have to do all the time limit draws to protect the, the main three. Um, and it seems like her and Mina hit it off right away, so I guess they're going to tag. Um, so that kind of opens things up. I think Mina may be teaming with Waka, and it had definitely helped Waka a bit. So, you know, it's nice to see the Angels add some depth, um, even though they they have added two wrestlers who are still really, really inexperienced when they kind of need the opposite. Um, but, you know, do I know? Mina is the best cosmic angel in terms of in-ring capabilities. Well, it depends on the day. Tam Tam kills it sometimes. Tam really does kill it sometimes. I think that's being a little yeah. I think I think Tam is is probably just better. Um, you know, yeah, I think Mina is a, sec- a a definite second. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's she's not, ever going to be second. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think especially. Yeah, I don't think uh, anybody's going to be able to catch up. But you no. know. Um, but yeah, we've been recording for a long time now. Um, so let's just get into the, the, the GP final. Um, yeah. I think we're going to have a huge amount to say because a lot of the matches just flew by. But um, we can just get into the show, talk yeah. about some stuff. Um, so this show was on the 25th of September. Uh, they drew 1,539 fans. Uh, they made up the fifth biggest number in stardom history. They outdrew Gaiaism um, 300 more than when they did uh, Ota Award last time. I, I believe some people said that this was a, a COVID sellout, so 
I don't know how many more tickets they were allowed to sell. But I it mean, like yeah, if, near capacity. If you looked at it, like it looked full for what they were mm-hmm. like for the plan. You know what I mean? Because obviously they set out less chairs um, and whatnot for COVID crowds, and it looked completely full. You know, from from what it's like I said, what's supposed to be, and that's a big number. Um, and Rossi said that he wants to run Oda Ward multiple times every year. Um, so like, think three years ago, that was Cork and Hall. This is going to be like their new Cork and Hall show. Their new big show is in Oda Ward, and I like that idea. Um, I think maybe like not too many times a year because that might dry out the the market, so to speak. But I think Oda Ward is a great venue. Um, it it has a good capacity for stardom. And I think overall, um, it, it sounds good. It looks good. I, I think it's perfect for Stardom to be like their new um, consistent um, big venue um, when they can't necessarily do those Sakajos and the Ryugokus because COVID isn't as prevalent. And, you know, you're expected to get, you know, what, in Osaka Joe, you're expected to get like 30,000. I don't see them getting 30,000 anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, for, for the time being, I think that um, Oda Ward is a perfect venue for them to start doing a bit more consistently um, in comparison to, like, the bigger venues that they're going for um, in the next couple of months. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have seen some people compare this number. So, I believe uh, Stardom outdrew a New Japan show uh, for the G1. Oh, by a they, lot. They, they outdrew... Uh... They outdrew every other company that's run Oda Ward in the past, like, two months at least. Yeah, but I know there was like recent comparisons. So I think Dragon Gate was here mm-hmm. uh, last week for. Shit. I know Xavier previewed this. Um, anyway, it was a big enough Dragon Gate show and Stardom outdrew both of them. Um, I, mean, I want to say AJW, you... maybe. Or AJPW. Um, I forget. I, I just know they outdrew Either a way. lot of fucking shows. Yeah. But so I, I feel like that comparison is a small bit. Um, of a straw man argument because you would hope that the finals of your your uh, five star would outdraw a random G one show um, and just a, a normal oh yeah for sure pay per view. So it's good that they outdrew it, but it's also like if you had the King of Gate final or the G one final up against this, I mean they'd blow the GP away. I think that's fair enough to say. Hundred percent. I think. I think, and not to get into it too much, but I think New Japan suffers from that a lot. Is that it's like, oh, they did a random house show and they got three hundred fans in COVID, and TJPW got five hundred, and it's like that's not saying a lot, guys. <laughs> like, let's let's just let's just think about that for a second, okay? Um, but no, I I think it was a good it was a good thing because I mean, like, still draw, like drawing that much in Oda Ward, um, in comparison to other companies, um, is a good thing, um. But you know, is that my dog? Sorry. Um, but I, I, I think <laughs> sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still proud of the number. I think the number is definitely. If you want to compare it, it's a great comparison. Like just to make you feel good that Storm's doing good. You know, I'm yeah. sure Kadani's very happy about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, New Japan on Bushiroad could use the the money. They uh they they posted a loss for the last year, so you know. And kids slapped the shit out of him because of it. Yeah, she said. I mean, she said, "Stardom's holding up our end of the deal." What the fuck, Donnie? It's great. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, onto this show. Um, the two dark matches did not air on the pay per view, and uh, the pay per view hasn't gone up in Stardom World yet, so we have had no way to see these. Uh, in the opener, Hanan beat Momoanabe and Rina in five minutes by pinning Rina, and in the other match, Mai Sakurai beat Waka 
to in just uh, five minutes. So Dakarai is above Waka in the the pecking order, I guess. That that kind of makes Stupid. it clear. Well, you see, should be yeah, they do that. Yeah, you know what's really funny is some people were like, "Man, Stardom is all about the work rate. I I hate it here." And it's like, tell me, Stardom is all about the work rate. The next time Unagasaka goes twenty minutes, okay? <laughs> like, that was one of the oh, funniest yeah. things that I've seen. Was when people are like, "No, nah, listen, okay, TJPV is so emotional, and, and Stardom's just all about the work rate." And I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> Half of their work main rate? events this year have been the emotional type um but oh, one so more funny. one more small note i'm sorry um oh about God. the press conference is uh rin katakura she was like she forgot what kozen was called um <laughs> like they were like they were like doing the thing and then she's like mina um my ko kozen 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 and she just kept talking i was like me too me too rin I would also not remember what the fuck goes in this called if I didn't have to. Enough. Um, apparently, Sakurai's finisher is a diving elbow. I believe it's from the second Jesus rope, not the top Christ. rope. What's wrong with a diving elbow? I don't know. It's just it's probably bad. What's Kyrie's finisher? <laughs> well, okay, she doesn't do it elbow. as good as the fucking as Kyrie. I bet, especially if it was from the second yeah. rope. Well, listen, I don't know if it was the second rope or not. I haven't seen it. Oh, no. We'll see. I'll I'll critique yeah. it or or I will I will say it's good next week, maybe. Okay, oh, no. fair enough. If we see. Um, it. in the opener of the pay per view, uh, Mina Shirakawa beat Natsupoi by a count out in seven minutes. I thought this was good, and then the the, uh, the yes. interesting finish because I thought they would both get counted out, um, but Mina got in the ring. We'll go Mina. Yeah, Mina Mina listens to Stardom Quest. I don't know if you guys know about that. Um, she listens to all of our bits, all of our shenanigans and she also listens to um our critiques because i said last week or maybe the week before i forget um somebody should simply win via count out considering how many uh double count outs there are somebody should like succeed at winning via count out and mina did so um that's pretty based i i appreciate the viewership mina um they also did like mina poses for a bit and it was great i loved it uh funny stuff yeah Um, the next match was Fukigin Death beating Saki Kashima in 1 minute and 52 seconds. Uh, oh. This is all high-speed stuff, and then they got out of the ring. Uh, one one okay. thing about Mina and Natsupoi. Um, so oh Tony God. Tony said, uh, if, you, if, my, if my co-host didn't like that match, he is going to get us cancelled. So did you like Mina versus Natsupoi? On record. Um, he doesn't listen, but good. just... Okay, good, yeah. Just... Just wanted to make sure. Okay, cool. Carry on. Saki versus <laughs> that right. happened. Let's move on. Yes. Um, the next match was Koguma beating Hanan uh, in six... Or no. That's not... No. But... <laughs> what? Like, where Where are you? Like, who, that match... I don't think that match has happened. Like, ever. <laughs> like, come oh on, man. God. Um, Koguma beat Hameka. That it happened, in, yes. In, in six minutes and 19 seconds. Um, for for a match that was like dramatic, Hameka might go through the final. Uh, they just kind of went in there, did some moves, and then Koguma did a roll up. I was like, I, all right. I thought it was a fun match. I, I, I enjoyed fun. it. 
But for for the setting of like if Himeko wins, she is through to the finals of the GP. It was very much well, no, just like left under the rug. But no, I get what you mean. I know. I yeah. was like, I was like, damn, they're already doing this. That's wild. Oh. Kid wouldn't have had to lose. Himeko would have had a tiebreaker. So. Oh yeah. Shit. But yeah, it was. It was like for six minutes, it was good, but I I, I was kind of disappointed because I feel like Koguma and Hameka could have a cool match if they like had a spotlight and some time. Yeah, but Jumbo did the bear pose and it was very cute. So that's fair. That is true. Also, she went for the concussion bomb and Koguma reversed it into the Shroud's web. Great finish. Great Koguma's finish. Insanely good. Yeah, man. She's, she's so she, fucking good. The bear is killing it, man. Straight yeah. up. Um. Yeah, that was only six minutes, and also six minutes was Mayu Otani beating Starlight Kid. That um, was only six minutes? Yeah, well, according oh, to Stage Match, it was six. Um, no, I mean, that makes yeah. sense. But that's wild. Yeah, wait, Cage Match has the wrong times. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't I don't know if that was six minutes, actually. It was short. I think it was only, like, nine. But it was... It, it was, was nine. Yeah. Why does Cage Match have the wrong times? That's, like, the entire Cage point Match of Cage is Match. lacking. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So Koguma and Hameka went seven minutes actually, and uh, Mayu and Kid went nine. Either way, it was really like for a big Mayu and Kid match. I think they left a lot on the table for when they eventually go back to it. You know, like I thought they sense. did a lot of good stuff. Like it was very hard hitting, very aggressive, very intense, um, and a very good match all around. But they definitely left so much on the table. Like this wasn't any sort of big epic blow off. This was just. Let's kill each other for a little bit, and uh, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, Mayu, Mayu did, hit her her succession kicks, which I liked because oh, I always like that. Dude, Mayu um, was on her shit. <laughs> she was just like, "I am going to murder," you know. Also, the uh, like just some of the like Easter eggs in this match were really good. Um, so Kid, she usually has the Awaitotai um emblem on the back of her mask, but this time she actually had the MK. Um, logo on the back of her mask, like which was like just sort of like an interesting Easter egg. That's like she still sort of has like a connection to Mayu, and she like feels that, and it is displayed on her mask. And then after the match, one of my favorite, I think Mayu is, and I, I talked about this when Kid, um, like said that she didn't want to go back. I feel like Mayu is so good at being like the prodigal mother. Um, it, that's a Bible story. I don't know if you know about that. Um, but like being like the the prodigal mother who is like, she she has this this person who she genuinely cares about. She wants to succeed, but who has betrayed her. And so she like tries to shake her hand. Kid slaps her, and then Mayu just hugs her and then pushes her out of the fucking ring. And I was just like, that is so cool. Like I think that's like such a good uh, definition of their relationship right now. And I think it's perfect. Um, where Mayu is like still wants to show her affection but also is just like get the fuck out like you know this you chose this shit oh so i, I thought that was a really interesting uh you know post-match overall good mm-hmm. match ends mayu's great run in the tournament i feel like everybody's talking about yeah. sherry mayu probably takumi's obviously up there but mayu has to be the standout of the of the blue block for me even though momo had great yeah. matches don't get me wrong red block yeah sorry um momo obviously had great matches but i feel like I don't remember watching Mayu have a like even forgettable match. Um, to be fair, yeah. I did not watch her match against Saki. Um, but um, you know, I, I just don't Saki think. Saki match was good. See, yeah, like I, I, I don't, I don't remember ever like being like, oh well, I don't care about this match for Mayu. Um, Momo had one or two of those that I just wasn't really into. I think Mayu just killed it this year. So props to her for one hundred percent. 
Yeah, um, I, I too enjoyed the post-match segment. Um, I like that Starlight Kid isn't just like a typical I turned heel and I'm evil now. She very much still has an attachment to Mayu Iwatani that she's like desperately trying to get away from. Um, listen, I mean, I enjoy that Mayu won. Like, I, It's too early to pay off this kid thing. And I think kid has been ev- elevated enough without beating Mayu. Um, and I think Mayu really gets more out of the win because she's on a huge wave of moment- momentum coming out of this tournament. Like, ever since beating away to tie in the gauntlet match, she's been on fire. Um, so definitely her winning just did a lot more for her than it would have done for Kid. Um, and the post-match moment was really nice. I think it shows that Kid is still deep down. Star's Kid is still there, and her future is still as a baby face. You know, the, the heel thing isn't going to last forever. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but with that, uh, Mayu sent Momo Atnabe through to the final. Um, so Momo completed one half of the the final, and we went on to the blue block action. Um, Azami beat Ruaka in three minutes. Um, I genuinely could not tell you a single thing about this match. I oh, I can't. I can't. Um, it was actually hilarious because Azumi went John Cena mode because um, oh. everybody in Oedo Tide got in the ring and started beating the shit out of Azumi and she simply fought them off and won. <laughs> like, it was great. Like, they, they distracted the ref and then everybody just got in and started beating the shit out of Azumi. Um, Ruka went for the fucking box and Azumi just said, nah, bro, I'm gonna make some sushi. I'm a sushi chef, bro. And then she, she won with the Azumi sushi. Um, compliments to the chef. Uh, it was fun. I love seeing Azumi win, and this ends her at eight, eight points. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Hmm. Um, the next match was Unagi Sayaka beating Saya Kamatani. Uh, we had predicted this that uh, Saya would or Unagi would get her win back from you know, the pay per view earlier this year, and this eliminated Saya from contention. Saw so this got a lot of praise from some corners, and I. I think that's a what bit much. What corners are you looking at? Pro I do follow a lot of pro stardom people. Okay. Um, and they did say this was a good match, and it was good, but I don't think it was, like, particularly deserving of praise on such a show. I don't think I know. saw anybody dislike it. I didn't dislike it. I thought no, it was fine. It definitely you know, wasn't but, bad. You know. Like, you know, credit to It Unagi. has moments. It has moments yeah, where it was, it was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, it just wasn't her. anything amazing. Um, you know, they they apparently got eleven minutes, which is wild. Yeah, they did. How did they get eleven minutes on this show? This is, this um, is yeah, this is a lot of uh blue. This is the blue stars, right? Yeah, yeah, red blue. Yeah, okay. Um, they the blue stars had a lot of um favoritism, <laughs> and I don't think it was necessarily red. warranted for like half of these matches. Like I don't think it was yeah. really necessary, and especially because Konami Micah, I don't think went long at all. Like, I feel no, like it was it only, like, six minutes. Like, it was probably more than that, but, like, still. It wasn't. Um, it went six and six minutes, oh, 11 well, seconds. Yeah. Like, like why like why is Unagi a long wrestler? I don't get it. I don't know. Like, they tried making Sai a, a long wrestler last year, and it failed miserably. And now they're mm-hmm. trying to make Unagi a long wrestler. And mm-hmm. I don't... Like, why? Like, what... what I wish I knew. What... What... What testament... What, like, what, like, what, 
I can't think of the words. I just don't, don't understand. Like, to what... stick on this. Like, we don't okay, have to you do know this. I'll, I'll think of the word and I'll come back to it later. Okay. No, if we're we're dropping it. <laughs> no naggy slander. Um, Fine. Next match was uh, Micah beating Konami. Uh, this eliminated Konami from contention. Uh, this went six minutes. They got in, did some stuff, got out. Very unknowable. Uh, the Mishinoki driver looked pretty crazy because Micah is like this close to spiking people on their head, and that is correct. still the correct way to do it. <laughs> of course. Um, um, yeah, then... I I liked that. It was good. Um, and then we came to Suri and Kumi Aroha, who wrestled to a twenty-minute time limit draw. Uh, this I, I've been hyping this up as a dream match. Uh, this is a match that I wanted to see for a long, long time. I was always amazed that they had never wrestled one-on-one um, in their entire careers. And we finally got it here. And I think it's safe to say it lived up to expectations. They simply kicked the fuck out of each other. Like, I know we yeah. I say that a lot, but they actively kicked the shit out of each other. There was uh, some crazy slaps. Like, it was very... It was very much your normal 20-minute, you know, paced match. But, like, the... The ramping up of intensity, because there was a point where Takumi was just disrespecting Siri, and Siri was just like, "All right, that's it, you're dead now." And they just escalated from there. It was fantastic. Uh, maybe my match of the night, not one of my favorite matches of the tournament, but a, really? a fantastic match nonetheless. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. Like, dude, they were just I... the shit out of each other. No, but that was like that was top two matches of the tournament for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, it would the, be, like, one of my top two as well. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I, I love this match. Uh, I feel like they're two wrestlers who are incredibly good at, like, the opening mat wrestling type shit. Um, one of my favorite spots of the match, and obviously there was, like, a million great spots of this match. One of my favorite spots of the, spots of the match was um, when Shuri got a knee bar in, and then Takumi cranked a knee bar of her own, and they were just knee barring each other. And then, like, eventually they both could not handle the pain. They both grabbed the rope at the same time. Like, that was just so cool. Like, it was such a good spot. Like, it was one of those spots that's like, okay, we're going to go long, and we're going to have to do a lot of good mat wrestling for the first five to, you know, mm-hmm. five to eight minutes. Let's make it interesting and make it compelling, make it fun, make it unique. And I thought the new the knee bar spot was great, and it was just um, inherently that, where it just made it really unique. Um, and then you kind of sense by the movements around that time that like, okay, they're going 20, if not 19 and 50 seconds, you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, I don't paste it. I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel any stalling. Um, I mean, there was some stalling, like some noticeable stalling. Like I think they both rolled out to the ring at one point and just sort of stared at each other. And it was like, it was a stare down that lasted like one second too long. That's like, okay, they're stalling for time here. Um, but other than that, and I thought that was cool anyway. Other than that, I thought it was it was well timed out. It was very um they maximized their minutes, so to speak. And yeah, the the fucking the slaps, the slap fighting was great. Um yeah. I, I I I'm trying to remember all the spots because there were so many good spots. Another spot that I loved was they did a kick a kick and exchange, but Shuri would just block every time Takumi kicked her. Oh yeah. And then Shuri would just kick her back and kick her as hard as possible. And then and then Takumi like kicked her a few times and then just started slapping the shit out of her. She's like, you know, I'm sick of this shit. Fuck it. I'm done. And it was great. I loved it. Um And that was only like the first ten minutes. There was like there was a lot <laughs> in this fucking match. I swear to God. Yeah. You, you take over for a minute. 
I'm sure you yeah, have I mean, spots you want to talk about. There, there's no need to run through spots. I think it's just... But the spots like, were so good! <laughs> I know, but that's that's why people watch the match themselves. <laughs> um, like, this was just a, a great match all around. Excellent match. Uh, bordering on, like, a five-star quality match, really. Like, it was it was that good. Like, they just... No wasted motion. A lot of stiff shit. Like, it, it's hard not to love a match like this. Okay. One spot that I need to talk about, though, probably one of my favorite spots I've ever seen. Um, that might be a bit hyperbolic, but still. Um, and this is just sort of a Takumi spot, but it just like really stuck out in the heat of this match. Um, so Takumi kicked the shit out of Shuri in the head, and Shuri like go went to collapse, and then Takumi caught her with a leg she kicked her with, and then kicked her again. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's so fucking cool. Like, oh my uh-huh. god. Like, I love that so much. I just love Takumi to death. She's so cool. She's ice cold. Um, yeah. This, this match going to a draw eliminated Takumi. Um, but honestly, Unfortunately. I said this on Twitter, and I know I'm biased, but I think I'm correct here. If I am stardom, I am begging this woman to commit to as many fucking dates as I can get her. If yeah. you book Takumi without the limitations of, oh, well, she's probably leaving and we want to protect everybody, and you just let her run roughshod, she, is, she could do so much. I mean, we saw it here. When she gets really confident, she's just ice cold, and it's insanely good, you know? As you said, like, she she kicked Siri's head off, caught her with the same leg, and kicked her head off again. Like, it's just it's so fucking good. Um so yeah, I don't know. I'm so happy we got Takumi in this Grand Prix. Um, I went 10 months without seeing a Takumi match, and then we got her kicking ass in the GP. So in hindsight, yeah. it was worth it. It was a, it was it was a worthy trade-off. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about Siri later. Um, the next match was Tam Nakano beating Utami Hayashishta in just under 14 minutes. Uh, this match uh, basically sent Siri through to the to the final um, thought this was really good. I was on the come down from Takumi and Siri, obviously, so I don't think I fully enjoyed this match as much as I would if I watched it in a vacuum. But they I just think it ramped on. up for me. I think it ramped up for me because I, at this point, was so confident that we were going to get a Shuri Utami playoff, and I was so excited for the amount of just misery that would that would like invade the chat that I was watching with of having to see Utami versus Shuri for no fucking reason on the show. I thought that would have been fucking great and hilarious. Um, so I was sort of like, I was like excited. Um, but also my expectations were kind of low for this one because I feel like Utami and Tam are two wrestlers who it's like, you never really know. Um, and they're both sort of the same in that when they have a good opponent, they have incredible matches. When they have a lower opponent, they're usually not that good. Um, and depending on how they like treat the match and all that stuff, I felt like they both went all out with this one. It was great. Um, and yeah, overall, they just they killed it here. Um, I don't really have a lot of like individual spots that I like particularly um, grasped onto, except for them just hitting Germans on each other like a million times, and it was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was great, yeah. Indeed, it was just a bomb-throwing experience, um, yeah. which they're both very good at. Um, Utami also continues to protect the hijack bomb. She... Um, she didn't hit it here. She tried to, but um, it got reversed. So, continue to protect her finish, um, as you should. Yeah. Um, before we get on to the next match, there was a Julia sighting. Um, so oh, she was wait, not oh, only oh. backstage with... Oh, no. 
Boss. Tam also hit the cosmic screwdriver, which is the greatest move ever. Indeed. The violet screwdriver, isn't it? Cosmic's violet, who cares? It's the Steiner screwdriver. Yeah, okay. Um but yeah, there was a Julia sighting. Um she was seconding Siri for a lot of the match, so I kinda take that as a positive sign if she's like healthy enough to be near the action and she must be yeah. like not too hurt. Um so I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but she seemed okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Neck injuries are hard with that, because it's not like you can't walk. It's not like you can't use your arm. It's just that, like, your neck is fucked. You know what I mean? So you never really know with that. Well, yeah, but if it was that fucked, I think they would have kept well, her away yeah. from the match. Because, like, if she fell on it and did damage, then that would be bad. But clearly they were willing to take that risk, you know? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Um, I don't know. I, I hope it's it's not too bad and she can come back um, by the end of the year. That might be a bit too early, yeah. but, you know, like sometime around then. Uh, also, how cool were the fucking pre-match promos? I know that we didn't understand anything because it was in Japanese, but like, they, like I loved those so much. I thought they were so cool. I It made use of Aikawa, and I love seeing Aikawa do stuff, even though she's on commentary all night. Um, And yeah, I, fucking Momo, bro. Like like I said earlier, um, Momo just like with her eyes, like like she looked. Th- that's the thing, and you know, Momo actually betrayed me in this match because for the first time, her eyes lied. Because usually, yeah. like Momo is one of those wrestlers who you can see, like the result in her eyes when she's walking to the ring when it's a big match, especially. Um, I always talk about the Nana Na- Na- match where she just looked like she was just very just didn't want to be there at that exact moment, um, and she's. And she obviously lost that very swiftly. Um, and in this one, she she lied about it. Like, her eyes were, were very... Um, it looked like she was going to win, and then as the match went on, you could tell that she wasn't going to win anymore. You know I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, as the match went on, it started being like... she Her eyes were like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And I thought that was a really cool storyline for me, just as somebody who's always been, you know, of the thought that you can sort of tell with certain wrestlers. Um, and I thought that was really cool, but uh, I'm ra- I'm rambling at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, the main event went just under 20 minutes. Uh, Siri beat Momo. Um, this was the best match these two have had um, by far, yeah. and I think it was it was one of the best matches. If, if people want to say of the year, I won't hold it against them. Um, like I know I said Siri and Takumi kicked the shit out of each other. Momo and Siri somehow kicked the shit out of each other even more. Some of these kicks were insane. Uh, the head kicks especially were wild. Like, they just laid it in the entire time. It was just like, there was no wasted motion, you know? And that yeah. was probably the best way to go about it because there was no there was no grappling. There was no Siri playing around. Siri was like, I am damaged. I am fucked. I'm going to kill you. And that's all you need. Um... Honestly, they they played it out so well with the drama because I mean I, everybody else was on the edge of our seat wanting Momo to win, and they really teased that so well. Um, like if you wanted to say this is a five star match because of the emotions of it, I don't think I would hold it against anybody because I was one hundred percent buying in to every fall down the stretch. I was buying in to every you know attempt at a finisher. Like I was really into the match on a level that I'm not normally into these matches. Um, and it was just, it was great. And, you know, when Siri won, 
I, I was kind of upset because Momo lost, but at the end of the day, I was like, man, Siri's fucking killing it. She's insane. She deserves it so much. You know, it was, you know, it was amazing. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I'm happy that Shuri does the Ryuin because I was upset, but at the same time, that is such a cool fucking move that like it's mm-hmm. like I saw it and I was like, oh, she just won. But that was so dope. Even though she didn't like murder her with it like she does sometimes, um, it was a little bit more safe um, this time around. But I, I just, the Smash was so fucking good. I feel like, and I talk about this very frequently, um, wrestling at its core is just the point of it is to evoke emotions and like you said this was one of those matches where it's like you feel something um especially if you're watching it live especially if you care deeply about momo watsanabe especially if you care deeply about shuri which both of us do um as characters and i i i just thought this was perfect i i yeah i don't know it, it afterwards it was like one of those things where it's like man momo really lost huh but at the same time while you were watching it and you were while you were rooting for Momo or while you're rooting for Shuri, if you were, I felt like it just felt like a fight. It felt like there was urgency to it, which is always an important thing on these, you know, 15 plus minute matches. It, there was always like a certain. There's just I don't know, there was just a certain. Incredibleness to it. At one point on the outside, they were just throwing forearms at each other, and Daichi was like, "Okay, you guys, gotta stop." And they just started beating the shit out of Daichi, like they like yeah. tossed him across the fucking floor. And I was just like, "This is this is it. Like this is such good pro wrestling." Like I'm talking about right now, I it might be moving up as we speak in my top three ranking because like I I just I think about my emotions during it and how much I loved it and how much I wanted Momo to win. But I was also cool with Shuri winning, even though it, it hurt as a big Momo guy. Um, she hit her. Momo hit a punt kick, man. I yeah. think that's enough. I think that's enough because I think like Shuri hit a punt kick, and then Momo like p- kicked out, and then hit her own p- p- dude. It fucking goat. Yeah. Fucking great match. Insane. Absolutely loved it. Um, Momo hit the tequila and Peach Sunrise for a two count. Then she got her up for the Peach Sunrise. Um. And then Sherry reversed it, hit two buzzsaws, a few backfists, and the Ryuin for the five-star Grand Prix victory. Um, great match, great finish, great everything. It still protects the Peach Sunrise, or the Peach uh, Thunder, which okay. I'm, I'm always excited to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just good stuff all around. Indeed. Um, after the match, we had Chaos. So, yes. Siri. Challenged Utami. Because Okada came out and it was, it was a whole thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Siri challenged Utami. Obviously, that was the first order of business. Uh, Takumi wandered out looking like a deer in headlights. It was like she was lost and had accidentally stumbled Holding the Utami's hand for whatever reason. Yes. And Takumi <laughs> essentially challenged Utami and was granted a match at Osaka Joe Hall. And as Siri was delivering her end monologue, Tam Nakano came out. And Tam Nakano stole the spotlight, and I was like, oh, they're going to do Tam and Siri. Cool. And Tam calls out Mayu Iwatani. We're at this Mayu point, let, let, me, let me point out, at this point, Shuri was complaining to the camera, saying, why the fuck are they out here? And then after a minute, she just sat outside taking pictures with, with DDM, because she was sick of hearing Tam talk. So that's where we're at. Yeah. The Mayu calls out Tam. Or Tam calls out Mayu, mm-hmm. and they make that match for Osaka Joe Hall. 
Correct. We're going to get Mayu versus Tam. That's insane. I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. Ten match. days. Yes. Ten days. <laughs> yes. Ten days. Like Tony Khan. Even though it's nine. But, you know. Wasn't that nine? Yeah, I was like, didn't, didn't Tony say nine? Anyway. Um, we could release yeah. it a day later. Nine days. Nine days. Okay, sorry. I'm done. Good stuff. Um, yeah, that's just, that's crazy. Um, and then and then after all of that, uh, Shuri called out uh, Konami. And then uh, I, 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 the ring announcer was like, I do not believe Konami is here. <laughs> And that was, and then Sherry was like, "Well, okay," um, and yeah. So those are the matches. We will talk about them next week. Uh, Sherry versus Konami for the SWA belt. I don't think for the briefcase, but who knows? Um, Tam versus Mayu, and uh, Takumi versus uh, what's her name? Utami. Utami. Yeah. Yes. Um, after all of that, we had the uh, award presentation. So, uh, oh, Siri and Mayu also advertised for, for TJPW. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. She's like, yes, October 9th, come see us at Oat Award. And it's like, Mayu, honey, you're in different venues. Like, the one time, the one, like, it was, like, obviously she does that as a bit, but the one time that somebody else is running, another Joshi company is running in the venue that she yes. says, it's just, it's just really funny to me. Yeah. Imagine if somebody, like... <laughs> Imagine if somebody like went to the Oda Award show on October 9th and it's like, wait, I don't know any of these fucking people. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Where's Mayu? So, what the fuck's a Kaya tour about me? <laughs> uh, yeah, so did you see on Twitter, Tom was like, oh, Mayu, we're going to wrestle. Uh, by the way, don't go to Oda Award on that day. Please show up <laughs> at the right venue. <laughs> I was like, I didn't yeah. see that, but that's hilarious. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, so yeah, after all those festivities, we had the uh, the presentation of the awards for the tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. Siri got the crown and the cape for winning. Uh, Momo got the runner-up trophy and uh, stared daggers at Siri the whole time. Uh, Unaga Saka won the Fight and Spirit Award because, of course, she did. Uh, Starlight Kid won the Technique Award. Uh, um, Azami won an award. Uh, I don't know which one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do actually have a little bit of background. Um, we're running a little bit long, so I'll try and make this quick. Um, the outstanding performance award that Azumi won, um, is, it's taken from Sumo. Most of these awards are taken from Sumo. And as somebody who watches quite a lot of Sumo myself, um, the outstanding performance is basically usually rendered for people who either defeat the Yokozuna, um, at the time or the winner of the tournament that they're in. So because Azumi beat Takumi and Shuri, um, she won that award. I would think Konami would win it considering that Konami beat, like, all of the big wrestlers. Um, but I think Azumi, because of her performance against Utami and because um, just because they want to put her over, um, I think that's why she won it. Uh, plus, beating Takumi and Shuri is still a pretty big fucking deal. So um, that's that's what that award means, is that it's like, oh, you beat um, the winner of the tournament, the eventual winner of the tournament, and you also beat uh, whoever the top wrestler is. So she didn't beat Utami, but she beat Takumi, who is, you know, her own top wrestler in her own right. So that's why, that's the Izumi award that she won. So uh, just okay. a little bit of background on that. Fair enough. Um, the match of the year, or match of the tournament, was split between two matches, I believe, for the first time ever. Uh, Takumi and Siri well, and Julia versus Mayu. Got they the did the, they, they did red block and blue block. Um Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, the red block one was uh Mayu Julia and the blue Which block one was Takumi Siri. And um, also fair. Indeed. Um 
that was that show. Uh, that was the the finals. Um, oh, there was one more award. Um, well, I mean, you you no. you mentioned it. Momo Momo won the award, but the the award, the translation. Darren, help me out with this. The translation of Momo's award is the Semi Excellence Award, which oh. just sounds mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you're you're kind of good, but not good enough. Like you couldn't even call her like the runner up or like anything other than kind of excellent, but not there yet. Like it, it, just just a little bit of salt in the wound for uh, Momo fans. <laughs> You think maybe that's just a weird translation, and that means like the runner-up because no, it that's, does, that's but it's it's it. just the exact the exact translation ah, is just funny. Okay, and it's funny because Momo is very semi-excellent in the eyes of the road. Yes, poor Momo. Um, yeah, before Osaka Joe Hall, uh, Stardom has a double header in Nagoya this weekend. Um, so we're just gonna run through the Nagoya shows. Uh, there's not a lot happening, so it shouldn't take too long. It, there's two matches that actually matter. Um, also, we didn't yeah. talk about our top matches of the GP. Oh shit! So. Yes, Jesus. I've honestly, I'm so all over the place. Um, yeah. So, what was your number three uh, match uh, of the tournament? This could be interchangeable with another yeah. match um, the day after, but Mayu versus Momo from day one um, mm-hmm. is my number three match. Uh, it could be Mayu versus Julia. I don't think that would. That's very far off. I think they're kind of neck and neck with each other, but um, I, I, I just put... It was a Mayu match from the first couple of days. That's for sure. Indeed. Um, my number three is actually Takumi and Siri. Hmm. Uh, what's your number two? My number two is Takumi versus Shuri um, from the final day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so... There were so many good matches. That's the issue. Is that it's like these yeah. things have have switched back and forth a million times. Like just mm-hmm. in our recording, like as we've been recording for the past hour and twenty minutes or so. Like I've been like, what's that match better? What? What? But it, like they've just been all over the place. Um, but I think in the end, I think Sherry versus Momo, or I think Sherry. We'll talk about it later. Sherry versus Takumi was my number two. Okay, fair enough. Um, my number two is um. It's Momo versus Mayu. Um, I thought that was oh, a great yeah, match. Yeah. And that's aged well. Um, so what was your first one? My first one was Sherry versus Momo in the grand final. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, if, if we're talking blocks, then I think Mayu versus Julia gets in at number three. And then my number one is Takumi versus Sherry. Um, but if we're counting the grand final, I don't... It's one of those things where it's like watching it live, it made me feel a lot. And that happens, you know, a couple times a year, maybe in wrestling. Um, it, it happened. It, it, the last time it happened was the Shuri Utami match where like you feel like a certain like like your blood starts pumping, your your heart starts beating. You get like really like invested in it. Um, it's only happened a few times this year. Um, it only happens a couple times each year for me. Um, and when that happens, I know that's one of my favorite matches of the year. And I think okay. Sherry vs. Momo is just the epitome of that. Okay. I'm the weirdo whose number one is Takumi versus Tam. <laughs> yeah, you are You are the weirdo. Yeah, yeah that's that's weird. That's I yourself. adored that match. I had so it, much it was fun. a good match. It was a good match. It's so much fun with that match. I feel like Siri and Momo retrospectively will end up being my match of the tournament. I, I haven't watched it again, and I really want to. Um, but in the moment, I was like really excited and I was really into it. And then I was like, oh, but the wrestling itself might not be that good. Um, so maybe it's not as good as I think it is. And I've just kind of tricked myself into thinking that it wasn't that good. Um, See, I feel like the again. wrestling was really good. 
it probably was but in the moment i was like man this this can't be there's no way if i watch this again and i'm not like emotional about it it's probably not that good um but you know who knows um, that's that's I'll sort watch... of I, I i get that though because i feel like between takumi shuri and shuri momo takumi shuri might be like you know work rate based and like non-emotional um it might be better um but wrestling is all about emotions and i think shuri versus momo just blows out of the water because of that yeah no that's that's kind of where i'm coming out from but i think um if i were to rewatch the the momo and uh siri i think it would it would jump up but you know I, i'll get around to that eventually um yeah Honestly, we could have done like uh, more than top three, but honestly, it's so hard to keep track, and there was so many, so so many. Like my top five change every fucking five minutes. So yeah, I know. Like there's like for every like there there was at least like we watched a lot of fucking matches. Like forty mm-hmm. of them were unremarkable, and the other like thirty five were just like either were good to incredible. So it's kind of hard, yeah. you know what I mean? When there's that many like really solid matchups maybe not 35 yeah. but you know it, there was at least like 15 good to great matches big time and like i think it's safe to say this is the best five star ever um maybe the 2011 2012 could give a competition because they were like smaller blocks and were kind of all killer no filler you know there wasn't a lot of ad wrestlers in those initial ones um so that might have it beat if you're into that kind of you know, there's no bad matches kind of aspect of it. Um, yeah. I think as far as just, like, uh, the sheer number of, like, amazing matches, then this one was probably the best ever. Yeah, 100%. I, I agree. Um, obviously, there's a certain part of me that's partial to the 2018-2019, but I don't think they had enough uh, just incredible matches to top this. Like, there were, like, a lot of good matches and really great matches in those tournaments, but I feel like this one was just, like, there was so many just yeah. good fucking shit. Well, like, there's so much. See, Part of it is there's no Gaijins here. Yes, yeah, I was about to say that. Like, 2018 is sabotaged by the fact that you had um, Rachel Ellering and Kimberly and Kelly Klein. <laughs> Kelly yeah. Klein. Yeah, no, there's no way. Um, 2019 wasn't as bad. I know they had Avery. She was pretty decent. Um, Casey Owens was kind of... Oh, no, she didn't end up in the tournament. She was out. Change. That was Azumi. Azumi took her place. Yeah. And Azumi had Jamie an Hater. incredible tournament. And I love Jamie yeah. Hayter. So that's what I mean. I think 2019, um, I still love that tournament. I still hold it near and dear to my heart. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like that Hazuki Hanakamura match, one of my favorite matches, like, I don't want to say ever, but one of my favorite matches. Um, a lot of good stuff like that. You know, that was also the year that, um, like, the high speed wizard would just, like, sprinkle powder on random matches and have them go 50 seconds. And it was great. Mm. Like, so. I don't know, there was a lot to love from the, the 2019. Jesus, are you okay? No. <laughs> Guys, my, my co-host has, has just died. Um, I apologize. Um, I will continue talking about the 2019 Grand Prix until he comes back. Um, I, I, I love that Grand Prix, but at the same time, I feel like this Grand Prix, while it didn't have as much variety as maybe 2019 did, um, it definitely had a, a consistent goodness for a lot of the matches, Shuri really brought brought it. Mayu really brought it. Jumbo, all of her output was great. Um, Kogumo was really fun. Um, there was only like a few modes in this one. There was like the big match, the big long match, um, the big short match, and the like filler funny 
heal away to die like the other you know there was only like those three in comparison to previous years when there was a lot of like moving parts natsu was in it uh azumi was in it uh there was a lot of you know quick matches a lot of hard hitters like it was very variety this year wasn't so much variety but there was a lot of just good shit in it so i think that's sort of where i'm looking at it um from i don't know if you're alive or not but we can we can continue um i'm getting there <laughs> um right we will uh run through these nagoya shows um so yeah. on october 2nd uh they run the nagoya congress center event hall um in the this opener, is birthday so she better win Indeed. Uh, we have the Waka Sukiyama Stardom Challenge Extra Match. Uh, Azumi takes on Waka. Uh, so yes, she's going to win. Uh, yeah, presumably she will. Uh, the next match is a three-way battle. Uh, it's Momo Watanabe versus Lady C versus Fukigen Death. Um, we could maybe see Lady C pinning uh, Fukigen now that Lady C is a winner. She's challenging. Oh, she, Death yeah. is challenging. Okay, so Fukigen's going to roll up Lady C. Okay. Probably, yeah. Um... The next match, oh god. <laughs> the Cosmic Angels team of Unagi Sayaka and Mai Sakurai takes on the Awaiter Tai team of Saki Kashima and Ruaka. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I remember when I looked at the cards, I was like, that I'm not watching that match. I forgot what match yeah. it, was. it was. It's this match. I'm not watching that shit. Fuck that. Fair enough. Um, maybe Ruaka will beat Mai? Maybe? Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. Uh, the next match is the return of Little Big Planet. Himeka Woo. and Natsupoi take on the Uedo Tai team of Konami and Starlight Kid. Um, I don't know who wins this one. Maybe Kid rolls up Poi or some shit. Um, I could see that happening. Yeah, it's hard because, like, as a team, think... they're trying, like, as a team, DDM kind of needs a win going into the next night. Yeah. But at the same time, as, like, individuals, Kid has a big match next week. Konami has a big match next week. So it's it. Is it possible this draws? I don't want it to draw, but do you think it is? Uh, no. I think there's other matches that that could go to okay. draw. Yeah. Then I think I think. I I think a way to tie wins here. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to coming out of that GP where Konami got so many big wins and Kid was like eleven points. You know. Yeah. Okay, uh, the next match is the Donadel Mondo team of Siri and Micah taking on the Queen's Quest team of Utami Hachishta and Saya Kamatani. Uh, so Aphrodite, Aphrodite is back. Yeah, honestly, I miss these undercard tags so much when they were just like doing tournament matches and uh, the trial series. Um, so I'm it's very gonna be wild how fresh it is. Like it, it like I know, yeah. It's gonna feel like because I I feel like I haven't like and Aphrodite has been such a recurring fixture on every single card for the past like year and a half and like people have sort of gotten sick of it to a degree, um, but I feel like I haven't seen them tag in a minute so I'm kind of excited. Mm. Um, I think this one probably goes to a draw. Maybe Sai and Micah can exchange falls either way. Um, but I don't know if they do that here. Maybe Micah pins. No, well, yeah, I'm not really sure. Fair enough. Especially because um, it's Utami, because uh, the next show we'll talk about um, has the artist thing, and they might want to set up an artist match for Osaka Joe, but Utami wouldn't be in the artist match. It's it's a whole... It, I don't know. I think this either goes to a draw, or Micah pins Saya. Saya pins Micah. Fair enough. Yeah. 
I don't um, know. Cool. In the main event, we have the uh, Osaka Joe Hall Outpost Tag Match. Mayu Iwatani and Koguma take on Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa. Uh, I guess Mayu will win that one. Probably pin Mina. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good match. I mean, like, you know, two standouts from the tournament, um, Koguma and Mina, and obviously Mayu is incredible. Obviously, you know, Tam's in the main event, so hopefully she'll give it something. Could be really good. Indeed. For sure. Um, the next, the very next day on October the 3rd, uh, Stardom returns to the same venue in Nagoya. In the opener, we have Azumi versus Mai Sakurai versus Lady C. Um, Lady C might pin Mai here. I think Lady C needs to get some wins before joining a faction, so. I think Azumi probably wins still. Of course. Um, I wouldn't be, like, opposed to that, but, yeah. Um... The next match is Utami Hashishta versus Waka. Um, yeah, Utami will win. Yeah, so this card is kind of fucked up because I know that certain, like, the Stardom Twitter posted a different card from this card. Like, I think yeah. Utami, Shuri, and Unagi were going to have a three-way or something like that. Mine. I don't know. It was my. Oh, was it that three-way? Yeah. Um, but also Shuri was in a, it, I don't know, it was, it was a messy thing, but... Yeah, Tommy just wins here. Yeah, I mean, I assume that the the the, the pre the what you call it, the lineup on the website is right, but I mean, yeah, they don't seem to fully know. So uh, I don't know. Um, How do you think this we'll match get... will be? Because I think Waka is better than Mai, but I also don't know if Utami can still have a good match with Waka. But I'm interested in it. Yeah, it probably won't be very good. I don't know. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll see. Have fun with that. Um, the next match is Siri versus Fukigen Death. Uh, I mean, Siri's going to win that one. Um, should be yeah. interesting, though. Well, maybe Konami like attacks and DQs. Yeah, maybe. That, that could work. I feel like that relationship between Siri and Konami is not like that, but at the same time, it's a way to tie Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I, have... I feel like a DQ would make sense. Yeah. Uh, the next match is the Queen's Quest team of Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamatani taking on the Awaitotai team of Ruaka and Saya Kamatani. Um, presumably... That's not that's not who Ruaka's partner is, Alex. Oh, fuck's sake! What is? Wrong are you with okay? Are, <laughs> yes. Like, are you having a stroke today, or like, like is everything okay at home? Like, <laughs> are we good? Do we need to talk? <sighs> I give up. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's Ruaka and Saki Kashima. That makes a little more sense. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it here. Yeah. That's fun. Presumably, Queen's Cross will win. Yes. Okay, yeah. Good. Um, the next match is Mayu Iwatani and Koguma versus Konami and Starlight Kid. Um, I already miss Hanan because we're going to see so many Mayu and Koguma tags. Holy shit. Um, yeah. I don't know what yeah. where Hanan... I guess it's because it's in Nagoya's school year time. Um, yeah, well, Rina isn't on it either, so it's yeah. one of those where they can't go. Because Hanan's not on the Osaka Joe Hall show, and she's quite upset yeah. about it. Um. And that sucks, because she's great, and I love yeah. her theme song. 
and she's cool. Back on track. Um, Back on track. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know we're an hour and a half in. I should. I apologize. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, either anybody can pin anybody in this one, except for Mayu can pin. Yeah. Pretty much. That works too, yeah. Because uh, they've kind of set each other up for a high-speed match eventually, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that works. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, the main event then is an Artist of Stardom Championship match. Uh, the longest reigning and Fucking most finally. winningest Artist of Stardom Christ. champions in history, Tam Nakano, Unagasaka, and Mina Shirakawa, defend against Himeka, Micah, and Natsupoi of DDM. My Himeboy, please save us. We have been predicting the Angels losing these titles since maybe like May or June. This has to be when the they one. should have lost it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't see them not having a Himeboy win here. We've already had these teams draw twice. Um, there's no need to keep the belts on the Cosmic Angels. Just give them to DDM. Please, I'm begging you, Mr. Rossi Ogawa. Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm interested in how this match. I'm interested in how this match is, though, because I feel like the last time they did it, uh, Himeka was probably partially broken down, uh, as was yeah. Natsupoi. Whereas now they're both fresh. Uh, Mina and, and also they had to go like improved. fucking super long that time. Like it was yeah. twenty minutes or something. But it's it's Maybe like so. everybody is coming into this in a better spot. Like either they're more energized or they've improved. So it's kind of like, I yeah. I feel like they could have a genuinely really good match. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it yeah. could be really good. Um, obviously, I'm a big Mahimi Poi fan. I've been a supporter of them since they started calling themselves Mahimi Poi. Uh, they're, they're just really good, and I hope this match is good. I'm yes. happy that we had some time. Um, in, in hindsight, we had some time to like not have to watch this match. Because um, I feel like <laughs> if I had to watch it, if they just threw it in like a random gp show like a month ago i would just be like i don't want to fucking watch this like i'm 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 done with these two teams wrestling each other um but now i'm like oh well you know if it means my himipoi winning then i'm super excited for it like i'm excited to see um them take the belts also they might change that trios match um on osaka joe to a artist belt match that's sort of what people are thinking i was i was thinking of that myself um they, they, they would make sense to to change that to a, an Aris match if if uh, DDM wins the belts here. Yeah. Um, all right. And Momo so take that... the pin in that, and that works perfectly. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's those two shows. Uh, the only two matches that matter are the uh, the preview tag and the Aris to Stardom title match. Presumably, they're both fairly predictable. Um, we'll be back next week anyway to talk about these matches. Um, we'll probably go into detail on the DDM Cosmic Angels one if it's good, and if it's not, we'll ignore it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be back to preview the uh, 10th anniversary Osaka show. Um, should Ooh. be really fun. I don't know if we're going to have a guest yet. I haven't really thought about it. Probably not, because uh, just effort. But, I don't um, think we need a guest. I think we, we can kill it on our own. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, that's that episode. Uh, thank you for listening. I will close it out unless Stolen has any closing remarks. You know, we should like plug ourselves. Uh, follow me at xxitchiban on Twitter. Because um, Alex, I think I think we have like a lot of a lot more listeners on this than we think we do. Like that uh, don't, don't follow us so. on Twitter. Well, if we do, 
follow me on Twitter, xxgbun. Um, also, I should be getting that motherfucking VTG out at some point. I'm sorry for the delay. It's it's been a long time. Um, I just my computer's just ass, and I I can't be asked to deal with it. So hopefully this week. I don't know. It should be this week. I want it should be before the end of September. I'm yeah. We I got it. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the plan. Um, like I said, check me out on Twitter. Check Alex out on Twitter if you'd like. I forget what last word. Whatever. Go check out last word on pro wrestling on starts pro wrestling. I know we changed that. Um, yeah. We are both doing New Japan shows for previews there, so that's fun. Uh, yeah. Catch you later. Uh, that was the most awkward plug I've ever heard in my life, but you know what? We're going to roll with it. Uh, I'm going to close out the Just show now. If you roll, baby. Indeed, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 